The question that continually bothers me is, why am I not able to hear from God directly? Why is my channel always clogged? I want to hear from God, but I continue to stumble through life, believing that God has a perfect plan for me to fulfill, yet never quite getting there. At times I sense there is a great wall between me and the perfect will of God. Like Paul, the things I want to do, I don't do. The things I don't want to do, I am constantly doing. So I keep asking, is it possible to really hear the voice of God? And if so, is it possible to follow His directions? It's easy for me to rationalize this and say, the real problem in my life is my wife. If Jackie would hear clearly from God, then everything else would fall into place. But I know that is not the case. That's a cop-out. As much as I want her to hear from God, my real problem is me. Every time I start down some path, I invariably come to a fork in the road. It's at these forks of decision where I have my problems. I start, then I stop. I'm constantly backing up and starting over again, so that far more time is spent regrouping in confusion than marching forward in victory. Now, after a number of years of going and coming, I have determined that the secret to hearing the voice of God is contained in Romans 8, 5, and 6. Here, Paul says, Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires, but those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death but the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. A quick caution here. The word flesh in the Bible does not refer to your problem with overweight or lust. Those kinds of things only result from walking according to the flesh. But Paul is talking about a kingdom in which we live, a materialistic realm which puts wax in our ears and prevents us from hearing the voice of God because in that kingdom we rule. The Bible recognizes another kind of kingdom, the kingdom of the Spirit. In this kingdom God rules, and all who enter become His servants. They hear His voice and walk in His abundance. Everybody who rules in His own kingdom is doomed to die. In fact, Jesus says they are dead already. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. John 3.18 I vividly remember the afternoon. A pretty 15-year-old girl came into my study. Her world had fallen apart. She was pregnant, rejected by her parents, she had taken the jagged edge of a Band-Aid can and had attempted suicide by lacerating the arteries in her wrist. Happily, she was unsuccessful, but it was indicative of her hopelessness. I talked to her, but I don't think she heard anything. She left, telling me that sooner or later she would again attempt suicide. She gave me a poem she had written. In four lines, it collected the thoughts of a million lonely kids. It said, 
These are the ones on whose tombs they'll inscribe, Died at fifteen, buried at seventy-five. Out of the night we breathe a sigh, For those who are dead, but cannot die. To live in the dimension of the spirit is life and peace. To live in our own kingdoms is death. Somewhere in this life, perhaps only in isolated areas, there are people who walk through this world exuding life and peace. They are surrounded by the problems of old age, poverty, sickness, grief, pain, hatred, and loneliness. Yet their spirit is a spirit of life and peace. No matter what comes at them, no matter what kind of catastrophe falls on their lives, inside they are filled with life and peace.